You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you What allowed me to continue working as a director is that a lot of people knew me from before when I was an assistant director. And a big part of directing is that you're given somebody's baby, you know, like they've created this. This is something they want to be successful. They put their blood, sweat and tears in and they want to know that the person coming in understands that is going to uphold that and is going to bring whatever they can to this piece and make it as good as possible. And so people knew my character from before as an AD. So as I moved into directing, I was moving in similar circles. So people knew my ethic. So then after having done an episode, they saw that I could also like I had an eye. Right. And then it's a ton of networking. It's more than just your output. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 282. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hello. Hello. Well, in unison. I know. And harmony. After all these years, we're still in sync, baby. It's a good thing that we're harmonious since we're married. (laughs) We've both done it the other way. And it was not nearly as fun. It's (laughs) ill-advised. I feel pretty lucky we get to have this much fun every day. For sure. So you had to like take a little break from your your exercise regime this week. I did. So I had been running every day. Like it was like five days in a row. And on the fourth day... I felt this weird twinge in my right knee. Usually my left knee is the one I have Mm -hmm. pretty much always have issues with. Yeah. And uh, so I ignored it because my left knee I can ignore and it's fine. But my right knee, while I was running, I felt it and I never feel it during the run. It's after. Right. So that concerned me a little bit, but it was only a 30 minute run. So I was like, ah, i am got to finish, you know? Right. And uh, so I did. And uh, then I got back and I ended up hobbling oh. the rest of the way. And they had That's to go up good. and downstairs and it hurt. So I was like, all right, all right. I got to listen to the words that I say to other people. And that is listen to your body. And my body's clearly saying, 
Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's funny because I, I had to take a few days off from the total. Yeah. Because people can probably still hear it a little bit, but I was sickly. It's so much better than it was. Yeah. But yeah. Thanks to the editors, you're not hearing at least two thirds of the coughs. <laughs> so, but yeah, I had to take a couple days off too. So I had to get back in. But when I got back to it, it was like, ooh. Could tell I wasn't there yet. Yeah, you you said that like lifting some of, some of the moves. They were like it felt like it was too much. Whenever yeah, I had back to, to lower it. the weight and like not like I'm super tough guy, but tonal like just tracks everything you do. You don't have to think about it, right? Yeah. And so that's um, the beauty of it. Yeah, that is the beauty of it. And so it should know where I'm at. And like I was doing, I don't know, like what is it i don't even know overhead what, press was one no it was bicep the, curl the pulling forward like a, a, f- a row row like i was standing like a standing row is that a thing i don't know i don't know they got names i don't pay attention and like it damn near that's right you said it wall. almost pulled you into the machine yeah because <laughs> it was like because it was doing a thing where it was like it started at one weight and then after three it like the eccentric it, it's like eccentric so it makes the weight heavier it went up five pounds after three moves yeah. and so it's like i did that and when it went up five pounds it was like woof you reached I, a tipping point yes <laughs> and i it, and i almost got tipped so you know, I was instead like, of it was a tom tipper yeah <laughs> you just compare me to a cow so what happened here well, you're a lot i know you grew up on a farm but I didn't grow up on a farm. Anything outside. Look, you grew up in Missouri, right? Did you grow I, up in St. Louis no, or Kansas City? No. Then you grew up on a farm. I didn't grow That's up the way on it works. Farm. If you grew up in Missouri and you didn't grow up in St. Louis or Kansas City, you grew up on a farm. I didn't, though. So, anyway, farm girl. Um, so, yes, your cow almost got tipped. Wait, does that make you bisexual? I'm all confused. I didn't even get to be a bull in this scenario. What's going on here? So I just said Tom tipping. I didn't say it was a cow. Well, remember, listeners, to tip your Tom at least twenty percent at the end of every episode. So yeah, like it, I went flying. Like it was. It was a close call. And so I was just like, okay, I'm going to back off these weights. Like, yeah. I'm not there that's, yet. That's a smart thing to do. I mean, it's like, it's hard in the moment to have the humility to be like, yeah. okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take it easy. But honestly, what are we doing if we're not taking it easy on those days? Because all we're going to do is end up hurting ourselves worse right. or getting sicker. Like, yeah. what, what, what good is the, that going to do? It's going to be more time off the machine or right. away from the And that's the where I landed. But you're right. Like, in that moment, you're just like, I'm just like, like, there's two ways to look at it there's like the toxic masculinity aspect of like well i'm tough enough to do this and then there's toxic neurotic masculinity (laughs) which is like oh can't even do that (laughs) no i get it i get it because i talk to these people all the time through mepro these amazing runners that i coach and they will be like oh yeah yeah i'm doing like 40 miles this week 50 miles this week and i'm like I got 15. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever I can't finish a half hour run, I'm like, oh, damn it. You know, yeah. like I really I want to get my my 15 <laughs> miles in. That's important to me. Yeah. So I, I do understand it. But at the same time, like, what good are we really doing? Yeah. You're just going to hurt yourself. <laughs> I need to see in those moments. What I do as I remind myself is that, like I'm not trying to actually achieve anything. Oh, well, that right? doesn't work for me. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I don't have a marathon out there. Like I'm not going to go in some sort of lifting competition. Like I'm just doing this because 
you're kind of supposed to if you <laughs> want to live longer and be able to move right and mm-hmm. so i'm like so even doing it the lesser weight i will achieve that so what's the point Right. You know, like I don't have a goal that. OK, well, I don't like this scenario because I'm not feeling any better about how yeah. you talk to yourself. Like, I, I'm just like, OK, well, I've got this 21 mile yeah. thing I got to do in April. That's your so. problem, man. OK, well. <laughs> well, I can't control that. Mm, and you could I be supportive. I am supportive. <laughs> I'm going to go. I already booked the hotel at an exorbitant Big Sur, they ought to call could, it. Could have been a lot more exorbitant at some of the other locations. They shouldn't call it Big Sur. They could, should call it Big Surge, <laughs> based on pricing. But uh, I am so glad that Dr. Jen was like, "We got to book our hotels now." Yeah, because if she hadn't, we would be so screwed. Yes. <laughs> but so yeah, I and mean, I already rented the car and booked the flight, so I've been very supportive. You have. You so have. there. You were just like, "Yeah, it's on you. Whatever." Uh, but so. like, I can't help with that part of it. So. All right. You go do your thing. Okay. So what, uh, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Well, we're going to talk about some Kanye, some baby face. We got some, we got some musicians to discuss this okay. week. Also, uh, rowing updates. There's some interesting financials coming out from Peloton. The executives that used to work there coming out. We've got all kinds of things to talk about. A new lawsuit dropped oh. this week. Got to talk oh, about yeah. that. It's been, a, it's been 10 days. I know, right? It's time for a new lawsuit. Time for a new one. Yeah. Uh, we had a visit from Dr. Jen, and uh, we talk about dealing with depression after you have like this big event. And then, oh, letdowns. We got to talk about that. Okay. There's so much in the news happening with the instructors, just like every week. So like a thousand of those things. And then we also have a visit from Angelo at MetPro. And we're going to talk about gluten-free snack ideas. I know a lot of you out there are gluten-free, so listen up. And then, of course, there's celebrity news, artist collaboration, and past guest updates. Awesome. Well, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google iHeart, tune in wherever you find a podcast. You can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's always helpful and nice to, to see. It is. We have a new review. Ooh. This is from T-Bon 310. I think I'm saying that right. T-Bon. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's hear it. It says, so yeah, I drank the Peloton Kool-Aid and love it. But hey, at least it keeps me active, right? I'm so happy that I found this podcast because it's enjoyable to listen to while I'm working and allows me to keep up with my Peloton obsession. Crystal and Tom make a great team, which is fortunate because we're married. <laughs> and it's a leaderboard name. What's up, chicken butt? Oh, I see what's up, chicken butt all the time. Yeah. I love that leaderboard name. It cracks me up. Love it. So love it. Uh, thank you very much yes, for the kind review. So much. And also we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. We've had tons of new people do both. Yeah. So thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for everybody sharing the episodes. It's really helping. Yeah, for sure. And and you've had a lot of people check out your Instagram, which we normally mention at the end of the show, but let's throw it in here at clip out crystal on the, oh, on yeah. the Instagram. So you can find her on there to, if you're an, an IG person. You can also sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com. We throw a lot of links at you very quickly. And if you're trying to figure out where to find it or like, I kind of remember one that was interested in, but I don't remember what. Newsletter, boom, comes out Sunday mornings. Uh, we don't sell your information, not because we're above it, but because we don't know how. Now we're above it, too, but we don't know how. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it can be both. So finally, we have a, oh, no, no, we have two finallys. YouTube.com slash the clip out where you can watch these episodes. And then finally, you can sign up for our Patreon. We just put out a new uh, bonus episode for people, just kind of giving them some behind the scenes of, of what it looked like when all the Daniel stuff was happening, because it was a real show and uh it got a little <laughs> crazy so we just kind of like peel back the curtain of like this is what it looks like on our end 
if that interests you. Yeah. And you also, if you sign up, you get ad-free episodes. So you can do all that at patreon.com slash the clipout. So there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton in the news. Kanye West, also who goes by, is it Yee? Yay? I think it's Yee because it's Yeezys. Right? Okay, I wasn't sure if it was Yay because it's like the last two letters of his name, Kanye. Yeah, no, I so get it. I've only I could ever be seen wrong. it written, so I honestly don't know. He's been embroiled in a little bit of controversy. A uh, little bit. Okay, I was trying to. I don't know what I was trying to do, but that's. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> that seems that seems like minimizing yeah. things. So he has said some less than favorable things to say about Jewish people. Yeah. And has been getting deplatformed left and right. Adidas kicked him to the curb. All sorts of places are just I saw today that Madame Tussauds is taking down his wax statue. I had no idea he had a wax statue. Yeah. Take it down, Madam Tussaud. Yes. <laughs> You're gone. You're so, gone. You're um, out of here. So in the middle of all this, Alex Toussaint in one of his classes mm-hmm. said, without naming him, but like it's pretty obvious who he's talking about, mm-hmm. saying that he wouldn't be playing his music in his classes anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And he talked about that, like, you know, I want people to be safe in my class, feel safe and right. that uh, he does not, you know, he doesn't stand by hate speech. So I want to drill down on this for just a second, because a lot of people reached out to me and were like, why is Alex doing this now? Not like, why is Alex doing this? Right. I think that's, well, yeah. there are people out there saying that, and I'm not yeah. even entertaining that conversation. But why now? Right. And I think that, okay, I saw somebody mention that our future selves came out yesterday. They had dropped two new episodes. So that was Tuesday. And Alex said this Monday night during class. So my theory is he knew those classes were coming because remember those were filmed months ago right in Ashton Kutcher's basement and so I think that a show from their basement uh, what a loser <laughs> right can you believe that <laughs> and uh, I think that since they were dropping with Alex on the tread and one of those classes had a Kanye song in yeah. it I think Alex was like I just want to get out in front of this. Well, and also, so when I was working the Google machine that we have in our basement, (laughs) I found a website called pedalpal.app. Yeah, yeah. They've been around for a long time now. And so you can search artists on there and it'll tell you it had a showing of which instructors have used this artist the most. Well, Alex had to be at the top of that list. I mean, not even close yeah. right like yeah. i mean it, it showed he's, like he's said before that some of kanye's classes were like his favorite hype songs yeah. like he said it so and, and kanye has, i mean you can't deny his impact cannot. on hip-hop right like i mean like but it was like i think the, the next closest i think the person number two had had used a kanye song i forget who it was like 103 times and alex was at 247 that's a lot that's a lot that's a big that's so a big difference that's you know he he will be the instructor impacted the most mm-hmm. i think that that is a very important factor to bring up but but i think i think that it wasn't like alex didn't care about it like sure. I, I i guess that's my point that yeah. some people kind of i think we're getting feeling like right from alex that oh, you waited this long because maybe it wasn't important to you and i don't think that was the case i think it was just the timing of how things all played out and how it looked i think there's also an aspect of this feels like some sort of psychological break 
and people are, are that's such a good point are probably you know they're trying to gauge like what's appropriate because some people have said like well they seem claim to be so supportive of mental health and i'm like well it's, you could be supportive of someone's mental health but if their mental health is causing them to punch you in the face you don't have to let them keep punching you in the face in order to be supportive of their mental health right like i'm going to be supportive of your mental health over here where the punching isn't happening here here's another example a person who is an alcoholic like they tell you whenever you are a family member of an alcoholic they tell you like love them yeah. from afar from a distance um, because yeah. because like you Midler. It, you can't not love that person or treat them with empathy but you also need to remove yourself from being impacted by them and that means that some people feel that his remarks mean that every time they hear this music, it is upsetting to them yeah. because it's like you hate us as a people. Like anyone who is Jewish feels that way. And even though his songs don't necessarily say that, or at least not the popular ones. Right. But it's still putting money in the pocket of a man who who is saying that. Yeah, well, now on that note, let's let's dig into the other half of this sure. equation. And that is. So many people feel that this is so Peloton removed Kanye from their platform, but they didn't remove him. They removed him going forward. And so their statement says we can confirm we indefinitely pause the use of Kanye's West music on our platform. This means our instructors are no longer music using music in any newly produced classes. And we are not suggesting any class using his music in our proactive recommendations to members. So like when it says recommended for you, you're not going to see anything that has Kanye in it. So I will say this is similar to what you're seeing from places like Spotify. And presumably Apple Music probably has a similar policy, which this is what they do with R. Kelly. They're really nervous about getting into the situation of like somebody's mad at an artist. You shouldn't have it on your platform, right? Like they. they, This is a tough. This is is a a tough line. It's a very tough line to walk. And so they they don't want to get into that business. I know it's a little bit different for Peloton because, you know, Spotify and Apple Music essentially kind of make access available to you know, virtually anything that's available on streaming is on their platform. Right. And so what they did, like in the R. Kelly situation is they did not pull his music from their platform, but they don't put it on any of the playlists that they make and they don't push any playlists with R. Kelly in front of people as a suggested playlist. And so this kind of mirrors that to some degree. I think that Peloton, I think any of these companies have a difficult choice to make and i'm going to speak about peloton just because that's what we do it is what we do (laughs) but i also see the comments that come in so i feel like i have i see how people respond right and you have two sets well three sets of people one set is and i would say is by far the majority is like yay you you did this this is good 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 job thank you we're done here. We're like, done here. We're, yeah. happy, right? we're happy. I'd say that's probably about 90 to 95% of the reactions have yeah. been positive. Then you have another section who is like, free speech. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. And those if, people if don't if even you, understand what free speech yeah, like, means. If you love the Constitution that much, here's a fun evening for you. Read it. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, not what free speech regardless means, but, of how you feel about yeah. Kanye or any of the things he is saying. This is just facts. That's right. not what freedom of speech means. But having said that, that's that's another huge. That's a piece. That's yeah. a piece. And then you have a whole nother section that I feel is <laughs> the most difficult 
to address. And that is the people who feel like this is lip service. Yeah, that this not is enough. Not doing Why wasn't enough. it sooner? Why isn't it more? Why aren't you pulling all the old classes? And, and they're our, hurt. They're hurt. Yeah. They're angry. They feel. And, and there are points to all of those things, mm-hmm. you know. And my theory, and I think yours too. For why they're not pulling the old classes is one It would be difficult to go and pull out of classes but they've It's cert- 1300 classes yeah, it's like 1300 classes but they've certainly done it before But they've also gotten sued For doing it before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so they Don't want to get sued Again for purging classes So I think the solution they're Trying to, to strike here is That they're not going away But we're not going to do Anything to promote them Mm -hmm. And so and I think that was where they're in a weird Spot with this latest issue episode Of our future selves is because there is A Kanye song in it right and so Yeah and for the first time to that point They did not mention our future selves Dropping like there was no mention on social media They just quietly appeared right That's a big deal like to people who say That's not much that's a huge deal For a company that's in crisis Mode right now and here's something (laughs) That seems to be successful people seem to be responding to i'm sure they didn't spend a small amount of money to bring ashton kutcher in to do this sort of thing and they're going to take a whole episode and basically not tell anybody that it's out there two episodes two okay it was one episode that had a kanye song but they didn't they did not promote either of the ones that dropped and i think because they both were kind of like dropped on the same day it was a series you know that whole thing Mm -hmm. but i just i think that that's a much bigger deal than people realize. And don't get me wrong. I don't I don't mean to dismiss the people who feel sure. hurt and outraged by by the fact that they feel like this is lip service. I think that that is a a concern that is valid. Like, I, I understand where you're coming from from a business perspective. I understand why they didn't. Mm-hmm. But I also understand why it feels like that's not enough yeah. on the other hand. And also, I think there's another piece that we need to consider. And that is the crazy People out there who are so upset that Peloton is doing anything. Right. As much as we would all like to say, hey, we all agree on this, sadly, we do not. Yeah, there are people that are okay with the hate speech. And all you gotta do is scroll the comments to yeah, see it. Like, yeah, like or, you know, you can find them. It's real yeah, easy. Real easy. They are not hiding, which is a whole nother concern, but we won't get into that. I think that. When it comes to being a business, it is a really difficult position to be in where you're trying to honestly serve everybody that comes to your platform, whether you agree with them or not. Right. Because it is a fine line to walk. At the same time, you want to protect people and make them feel safe. And that that is being addressed as well. So this is a difficult one. I can understand why this was a really tough decision for Peloton. I personally thought they handled it very well. I personally would have done the same thing. And but I will also say we're not Jewish. Right. And so, hey, that's, you know, it's it's not our ox getting gored. And so as someone who's not Jewish, like I look at it and kind of land the same place, like it's a difficult needle to thread. And they're they're trying to like, on the one hand, not get sued, not completely remove classes, but going forward, like I get the balancing act that they're trying to achieve. I also know that it's easy for me to not be upset because I'm not really personally affected in the same way i want to bring up one other thing about that and that is about this entire situation and that is that the way that the timing occurs makes it look as if peloton responded because alex did and i want to be very clear that peloton's statement says we stopped including kanye music the immediately after his inflammatory comments against Jewish people. And they did not make a statement about it until they were asked. Right. So Alex was 
taking the same stance as the company, not the other way around. And and I feel like that's important to point out only because everyone's on the same page about it right. from employees and, and didn't the company. Force their hand no. on the issue. No. Yeah. And and they've just been in a really tough spot lately. So I feel like they need to get some credit for doing the right thing. Yeah. Like I know it's not right to everybody. I know it's not enough for everybody, but but I do think that they tried. I feel like first time I've been able to say this in a long time, I think the heart was in the right place. Yeah. So So anyway. There's the Kanye story. The Babyface Girls Night Out class happened. Two classes. Kind of. It was two classes. And they did. They did happen. <laughs> they like, did I, happen. I don't it, I don't want to yeah. make it sound like they didn't happen because they did. But just like with Lizzo, the stream went down. Yeah. And I mean, it was an epic like it was just broken. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody could get in the whole time. And it's funny to me because like, I guess just every time an artist shows up, this is going to happen. This is going to be a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like you would think that you would hope especially after having it happen twice now that they would have some sort of plan in place to prevent that. And I, I don't know enough about computers and servers and the cloud and, and, and all that, whatever. All I just that. thought that they could anticipate this one. That's yeah. all. I wonder if like, and again, this isn't my genre of music. I'm a rock guy, but like, I didn't know baby is Babyface still like, like, I know he's, he's popular. Lizzo. He's not Lizzo right, level. He's not like Red Hot burning up the charts in the present day in quite the same capacity. And and I truly do not know the answer to how popular or not popular he is. Yeah. It's just not some... I've never listened to Babyface. I couldn't tell you a song if my life depended on it. But there are clearly lots of people that were very sure. excited about it. Yeah. And I know I, enough to know he's a big deal. Yes, yeah, I just here. don't know exactly where he's at in the arc of his career. I don't either. I think it's more... Like not at the end. I don't want to say that, but like yeah. I think I think the the peak of it might be a He's little more, past. Maybe a little bit more nostalgia based yeah. than Lizzo is. At this exactly, because yeah. like Lizzo's in the middle of right. her amazing career, and so I think. It, that's unfair. It makes it sound like I'm like, uh, he's he's old news. Right. But I just think I he's been around for a long time. And I wonder if that was the thought process, right? Is that Lizzo's like red hot, very current and like we've increased our capacity. We should be fine. And then they weren't. Yeah, I don't know. know. Yeah. I, I really don't know. Uh, I just kind of thought that if you're going to have people like you, you know that people are going to know he's there. Right. So you're going to need to project i mean people want to be part of it even if it's sure. not their favorite band yeah. like they want to be part of it yeah so I, it's I, fun that they're doing these it but, is so fun but, i just hope the next one goes better <laughs> yeah like it's, but it's also going to be very frustrating for people if they want to take part in the fun and they can't yeah you know exactly and so they they certainly need but like how many people are getting on these like they can do turkey burns and that that's gets, the same thing that i keep hearing i don't know if it's because it's that many more people like on the Lizzo, right? I, I, I mean, I know it was it was twenty one thousand at some point, but it, it's been twenty eight thousand on the turkey burn. So right. I don't know if it's because everybody's hitting it at the exact same moment. They're right. all trying to get in right at the same moment. And that's what crashes it. Or if there's like like you said, we don't know enough about the right. Internet to explain all this and how it's all put together. I feel like it has to do with the timing. I don't know why, but it just feels like there's something about that. Yeah. So, well, hopefully they can they can work on that. I agree. I hope so. So we talked last week about how Peloton had a rowing team in the head, head, of, head of the Charles char, head, head of the class, head of the Charles, the next generation. <laughs> what is it? Head, head of the Charles. Head cheese, Charles. <laughs> Zenyatta Mandata. And head of the Charles. Head of the Charles. Regatta. Zenyatta Mandata. <laughs> Zenyatta. 
Now I got that police song stuck in my head. Good. So, uh, so head of the Charles Ratatouille and <laughs> they're no, no. Okay. But their, their team came in first. Yeah. So congrats. If anybody can remember what we were trying to tell you. Yeah. Uh, Somewhere you- there's like a, a rower aficionado very mad at me right now mm-hmm. and like i would say clutching their pearls but it's probably more of an ascot is That's what true. i'm picturing it's- you know um i i have to say i got some feedback from some people that were attending live mm-hmm. and uh first of all i want to say that i am sorry that i said hydro pulled out i think there was some confusion about that because i literally got this from a peloton employee so let me say that yeah. but i did not vet it like i usually do what i think happened was they pulled out of a portion of it like they aren't the same sponsor level they were or they moved out of the place where they were and they moved downtown to Boston or something like that but a plan changed with Hydro they still competed and I I just want to own that like I got that information wrong so I say that to say that people who were there and went to the Peloton tent it was very apparently last minute because Peloton was not listed as any of the sponsors and so I do think that something happened with Hydro and Peloton kind of like stepped in to take mm. that place and I think it was last minute interesting they weren't on any of the literature they weren't on any of the signage they did have a tent and it was a really big tent it was two big pieces of a tent and then they had six rowers that you could try and they had a tread uh, no no tread they had a bike and a bike plus okay um, that people could try out and the other interesting thing and I don't I'm curious to hear from people who are rowers out there who like legit road not like use a rower right but like who have rowed on the water competitively yes. or or otherwise they had to dry themselves off when they were done exactly yes. the feedback that i am getting is that those people who are not rowers and who use a rowing machine will love this machine okay those who are professional or they row competitively or just a lot they are not going to like the machine why is that that is because this is a magnetic flywheel which is just like what peloton uses for Mm -hmm. the bike and because it's a magnetic flywheel the resistance is really strong when you first pull on it which i did notice when i tried it out but i didn't know enough about rowers to know the difference right when you come back and you're sitting all the way back with legs extended it is light that is the exact opposite of what it's like in the water. When so you're in the water, the rower is in the water, right? right. The row is the oar, <laughs> not the rower. Right. The oar is in the water. And because of that, you can feel resistance the whole time. So it doesn't get light when you go back. So it feels different, not gotcha. necessarily bad. But like uh, something like hydro, maybe you're saying more is more likely to replicate the feel of actually rowing in a boat on the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That is that is the feedback that I am getting. Um, and that's from people who were there and who are professional rowers. Now, on the flip side of that, let me be clear. Alex is definitely a professional rower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was he's competed at a very high level. So right. has Ash. Right. Uh, they're both a very big deal. Katie, Katie Wong, like they're not small potatoes and they are all using it. So I don't I don't think that that's a deal breaker. I just found that interesting feedback. And I don't know if that is true across the board or if it was like, you know, how like a crowd can take on a feel, even if like that's not necessarily true. But right. like one person says it and then everybody kind of yeah, gets into it. The group think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just I'm curious to hear from other people who are rowers that have tried it, what they think, because I I wouldn't know either way. So I would like to hear more about it. And uh, it's something I'm really interested in learning more about. So there you go.
And speaking of the rower, uh-huh. this week we also noticed that on the uh, app, like where it lists out all of your workouts, it's on the bike or the tread too. Like it's not in one place, but where you on Peloton, right. where you see a list of all the classes you have taken and the breakdown of them, rowing classes and rowing boot camps have appeared. They, uh, of course, do not have any counts yet for most of us <laughs> yeah. but they are there we are getting close also on that note the other day ash Pryor went live and she goes live a lot and mm-hmm. uh, so i hopped on to her live and i was just chatting with everybody and she was doing a little makeup before she was filming classes and i asked her if she could give an update on when classes would drop and she said she was gonna go with early 2023 go with and i thought that was interesting yeah like how do you not put out classes until 2023 when you're going to start delivering in 2022 we will see if they stick with that yeah that seems like that's it seems like that sounds to me like she's hedging her bets i agree yeah Uh, which is smart because peloton has never done that in the past and they need to under promise over deliver yes that's the way we do it also i asked her if she she was getting ready for class and she was talking about all the different colors she wears and i said do you have a color that you wear for your hardest classes? And she said, I'm not sharing that. You're going to have to wait and figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. She does. I love love her sense of humor. I love her energy. And I cannot wait to take classes with her. (laughs) Financial Times this week revealed Barry McCarthy's Compensation package. Package. Compensation <laughs> package. Who wants to see Barry's package? Oh, dear. No. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, so it was $168 million. But the interesting thing, if I'm reading this correctly, now I, I so, did suddenly, skim. Suddenly Daniel McKenna's $230,000 doesn't sound so high. <laughs> okay, but I think I think that is based on stock. So if you actually yeah. read this, it's like it's based off of stock value. And yeah. so now it's not very, it's not, not. Not the same. Yeah. yeah. But on the flip side, it's still a huge offer. And it's 2,299 times higher than the median employee salary. So yeah. I mean... That's small. Yeah, no, it's not. You know, and it's like, do I think these people are overpaid? Absolutely. It's also a tremendous risk. But it also, if unfortunately, that's what the market does. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get someone of a certain caliber, you got to come to the table with stuff like that. I mean, I wish it wasn't like that. I, I don't think. It's not quote unquote fair. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think these CEOs should be making this kind of money, to be perfectly honest. I think that like, you but know, he's not doing something different no, than any other class, any no. other CEO in America either. No. I just think I would just wish the system was structured differently in too. some capacity. But yeah, like if you want to get people that, that got the goods, that's what you got to do. Yeah. So did you read that the same way, though, that it's like it looks like that number. But then whenever you look at where we're at currently, it's not that number. I didn't read it, but that makes sense because I know these things are all stock based and and like and it's also that's his incentive to get the stock price up. Right. Right. Like, and so it would have to return to I, like if you were to scroll down, I could see the number. But it was like if you, he, it would have to return to like some crazy high values for him to be yeah. able to get that. But he can he can purchase eight million shares at a later date in his annual salary is $350,000, a year and gotcha. some change. Yeah, so it um, says he could buy shares at thirty eight seventy seven, but right now they're seven forty eight. So if he can get it up to 50 bucks, mm-hmm. he can buy a bunch at 38 mm-hmm. and he's making out like a bandit. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, you know, all these things are shell games. And, they are, yeah, they are. But it is interesting information. And I think they structure them this way because if you don't understand the deal, that's the test to know you're not, 
ready to be CEO. Well, if you're in the HR going, I don't understand. They're like, no, thank you. We're taking this back. <laughs> I, I have to say as much as it, it's crazy how much these people make, like I, yeah. I mean, in, across the board. But on the flip side, I will also say like you have to make decisions. You're being asked to make some crazy decisions. Yeah. So it is a tremendous amount of weight on a person's shoulders. It is. It but is. Worth that much? Yeah. I, mm, mm. yeah, I could deal with it. I mean, sure. Yeah. yeah. Dry my know. tears with $100 bills. I don't think I'd like it. I don't yeah. think I'd like it. I'd do it just long enough to be like, now I'm rich for the rest of my life. I'm out. Yeah, well, it's a which gamble. Is, which is why I would never get there. If you don't, <laughs> if you if you can't get the company where it's supposed to be, then you're never going to be that rich. For sure. So you're still making three hundred sixty thousand dollars a year base. It's New York. Also true, but not jump change. No. The website protocol. Speaking of Peloton execs or former Peloton execs, <laughs> talked to Brad Olson. You remember Brad? We met him. Yeah. yeah. Super nice guy. Very. Uh, he has moved on to Solace Health. He's the new CEO there, and it's a concierge health company that gives members 24-7 access to doctors, emergency rooms, and urgent care. So he was at Peloton for six years, and he was saying that the way that he looks at it is less that he walked away from Peloton and toward the opportunity that he saw in Solace Health, and he felt that being at Peloton got him so much experience in that earlier stage company. He yeah. wanted to do it all again. And, and he gets to be a CEO here. So, right. It's, you know, he gets to, he goes to a smaller company, but now he's the guy. And if he can bring it up, then he gets, I mean, maybe he gets to be Barry McCarthy. One yeah. Day, right. So yeah. that's the process. I thought, I just thought it was funny because like the article is like really nice, but the, the, the headline makes it sound a little bit like he's mad. Yeah. And he's not at all. <laughs> not at all. Peloton in court. Who's suing Peloton now? Hey, fun. We've got a new lawsuit to talk about. Ooh, doggy. This one is from Johnson Health Tech Co. Limited. Yeah. So they're suing Peloton for tread-related patent infringements. And I am no patent attorney. What? Hello, Law Mom Group, weigh in. Yeah. Uh, I would love to hear from you because I tell you what, it looks to me like anybody who has a treadmill, who makes a treadmill, is subject to these same patent infringements. If they are, in fact, infringements. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird because these patents appear to have been created after the Tread Plus came Yeah, out. like it's it's weird because uh, Fred Wachter sent this to us. Yes, he, thank the you very Fred. Much. The Hashtag Fred. Thank the you. Fred. Thank you very much. And yeah, like it's so a lot of things they're complaining about are like, well, your treadmill has a base. Our treadmill has a base and your treadmill has a tread and our treadmill has a tread. It's like anything with a motor. Yeah. And, and, and so I'm like, well, okay, but that's just a treadmill like i don't understand and then yeah the the dates on these patents seem to be contemporaneous or after the release of the tread and tread plus so it's like it's very confusing and it's hard to imagine a situation where as a lay person reading this lawsuit like so basically every tread in the world owes you money yeah what yeah I, I, i i don't understand what's so special about what they've trademarked is it it in this as a layperson this reads like a description of just a generic treadmill it does it does so i i am really curious to hear from uh 
Peloton Law Moms. Let me know. Yeah. Let me know. I want to hear more. Even if you won't come on the show, just drop into my inbox. Yeah. I want to hear from you. Clip out. You know, if you like Lane Break, and I know you do. I love it. And uh, you want your fitness to have a l- little touch of gaming, maybe you should think about Fight Camp. I think that's a great idea. Because Fight Camp, what it does is it gamifies boxing and kickboxing and they also so like you're not only boxing and getting in shape but it has this like tracker on the screen that shows how many punches are like like almost like if you're playing golf like this is your this is what you should be doing right and it's really fun and motivating to beat the punch tracker the (laughs) little punch tracker and gonna get more get more get more and they also have like thousands of classes they've recently added a ton of new people that are teaching classes Mm -hmm. new types of classes they also have added uh, to the android app so now you can you can take the classes on apple or android and you can use your apple watch to be able to see where your heart rate is while you're doing the classes so you can really see what a great workout you're getting because i tell you what 15 20 minutes you are going to feel it you do not need a long workout with these things it is a full body workout (laughs) it is it's amazing and you work in your brain too so it's awesome Join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home with Fight Camp. You can get started with Fight Camp for as low as $9 a month by going to fightcamp.com slash clip. Go to fightcamp.com slash clip to learn more. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She also has an app that you might enjoy called No More Diets. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hello. So I can identify with this one very much. I relate very much to this. Uh, Trish Lalonde, I got to meet her when we were in New York, by the way. She was there at the same time we were. Super Trish, I believe, is her leaderboard name. So she is now back home from her visit to Peloton Studio New York. And she was so focused before she went. And the trip was so amazing being there. And now she's like, now what? Because it's not the same doing classes at home. And I think this happens when people do like a really big event or race too. So I feel like I am already like... Tom will vouch for me. I do this for everything. Like I'm already like sad about a trip being over before we've left for the trip. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need advice. <laughs> well, I look, I, and I think it's a great point. It's kind of like a lot of the time women in particular get depressed after their wedding because even though they wanted to get married, that kind of this exciting, amazing event is over. And I, I've never been to Peloton Studios in person and taken a class there, but I imagine it's like, doing your class at home, but on steroids in terms of the energy and the excitement and the fun and all of that sort of stuff. Yes. So I, I think that there, there are a few things to do. One is to, before her next trip, to make sure that she kind of prepares mentally to kind of acknowledge like, hey, there's going to be some letdown and I need to make a plan for when I return. And sometimes for some people, the plan needs to be, I'm going to do more gentle workouts for a little while, like maybe your first week back, you you kind of focus more on some yoga and some stretching and kind of those sort of more gentle classes. Or for other people, it's like, okay, I need to get those endorphins as much as possible. So what I would recommend if you're one of those people is maybe you can arrange a ride with a friend in advance or a group of friends, you know, to kind of like a 
post New York studio ride where you can kind of bring the people that brought that energy all together kind of in a different form. And, and that can be a great way to connect. And also like, look, Crystal and I, every Saturday, I'll share, we do our long run together. Mm-hmm. And those on those days, even if I don't feel like running, I know I'm going to see Crystal. I'm going to get to connect with her. We're going to get to talk that I'm going to get to look over and see if we do it on FaceTime. I'm hoping that Peloton will bring back the thing where you can see your friends on the screen. So I have to keep turning my head. But I, I do think that running or cycling with a friend does make a difference. And In 1999, I did the LA Marathon. And I often said before that, oh, I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner. Now I consider myself a runner. But before that, I had read this article that said it was a study that said that people who trained with friends had a significantly higher completion rate of marathons. And I think the same could be said for a workout post exciting studio ride. I think that if you know that you have friends to kind of cushion your fall, that you've got support, that you've got that energy, that I think that that could really help you. Definitely. That's a good idea. You guys remind I, me of this in April. <laughs> yeah. Still I, I also wonder if like, does it benefit them to take the class that they took? They can relive that moment. That's I mean, great. I love it. I yeah. love it. It's yeah, fun. But I, I have to say, the best class is the one where Crystal is Jen Sherman's <laughs> class with Crystal on the on the left hand side. Bike one, baby. Bike one. <laughs> it is hard not to smile when you see Crystal in that class. Like I think Crystal, you need to like post, you need to pin it and post it on your social so that people will know which class it is. You are spot like I took that class on a day that was like in an eh mood, like not a terrible mood, but like, oh, I don't know if I feel like writing. I couldn't stop smiling, just staring at you smiling. <laughs> so I highly recommend anyone who's feeling a little burnt out, take that class. <laughs> and look at Crystal. It was 925 Jen Sherman Sunday morning and it was an 80s ride and it was so fun. Uh, But I will. There's a lot of people that captured videos. (laughs) Apparently, apparently a lot of people got a kick out of that because I had a lot of people send me videos and put it on my (laughs) my Instagram. And I love it. I love it. I posted a screenshot myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. And well, thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, where can people find you? You can find me on all social media at Dr. Jen Man. Two ends on Jen, two ends on Man. Or I have a weekly column in InStyle magazine called Hump Day with Dr. Jen that comes out every Wednesday. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually 
really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping instructors in the news so big news alex toussaint is now officially a tread instructor also yes also he's not leaving the bike yes but he will be dropping tread content starting on november 24th on a regular basis and uh, that's thanksgiving so the other thing is is i'm really excited about this because i feel like it was noticing that how he was training for his Ashton Kutcher series mm-hmm. classes were a little bit different than like, say, Emma. He was doing all these training runs and everything. So I don't know if he will be the only instructor that moves over or if it's also kind of indicating that some of these other instructors like Dennis and Emma will also be joining the tread at some point. I think I they think will. I think it's just Alex for a, lo- for a while. I, th- I think this is a long term plan and I think it's smart because I think that They want to sell treads and people have a passion for their bike instructors. And what better way to get someone to graduate or transition from a bike or add to the rotation a treadmill than by by moving a beloved instructor or instructors over to tread also. That's a good point. That's and, a very good and point. So, and, and maybe this is part of Barry's famous A-B tests, right? <laughs> like maybe he's like, well, right. let's move Alex over. If we see a bump in treads, then we're going to start cherry picking other marquee instructors and they're going to start adding tread classes to, to their rotation. Yeah, that could be. That could be. It will be interesting to see how it pans out. But I just like knowing that I was being observational and noticed that he was really taking a lot of classes and he was doing a lot of running outside of just that one. So 
And then also with the turkey burn just around the corner. Well, I mean, it's it's Thanksgiving yeah. and that's the day he starts. So right. he is kicking it off with a big one. 30 minute turkey burn run on 1124 at 9 a.m. See, Eastern. And this to me makes me really think that I'm that I'm right. That, I can like, see that. The turkey I do. burn is such a marquee thing and they always get crazy numbers for the turkey burn. And so to be like, put him on that. High of a platform on day one, I think, says that like this is designed to get Alex fans to buy treads. That makes total sense. Now, did you also notice the other big news with this? Uh, no. Flip one more time. That's right. You go to the studio site on Friday, 1028 noon Eastern. This is noon Eastern on Friday, right. not Monday. You can book classes for Turkey Burn Live, the bike and the tread. Holy cow. That has never been done before. Yeah. Not since the pandemic. I am scared to see what this looks like. <laughs> people are, I mean, if, if yeah. people were in person, they would be punching each other out. I believe that this would be crazy. This yeah. is like Black Friday. Yeah. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. So I am really curious. If anybody gets a spot, let me know. Yeah. I'm not trying. That's for sure. We're not going to think we're not going to New York for Thanksgiving. But even if Although we, were, we have it, it was a blast. It was. But yeah. I wouldn't I don't think I'd even try for this. I really yeah. don't. I think it's going to be very stressful. I'd be like even for my level of fun. I'd be like, <laughs> I, we were late for the class. We were stuck behind a Snoopy balloon. <laughs> but Snoopy's so cute. <laughs> I'm you kidding. wouldn't think he was cute if he was blocking you from a class. I'll That's tell you that. Fair. I would be like, get out of my way, Snoopy. Snoopy can go f himself. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> so Emma Lovewell is writing a book. Yeah, and uh, it comes out in May. It is her first book, so I guess she's got plans for more. Yeah. Uh, Live, learn, love well. Lessons from a life of progress, not perfection. And she announced it on her birthday. What a way to announce it. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, she had a big old write-up in People magazine. So uh, a lot of support behind this book. That's really, really cool. Absolutely. I think you'll, this isn't something else you will see more of. Agreed. Especially because the Tunade book did so well. These instructors have built-in fan bases that are rabid like for the publishing world that's what they want yeah i was surprised some of the most of the feedback on this was really good in fact you know what i don't even want to say most there was one person i saw that was yeah. negative about this don't give them air i won't yeah let me just say you know what good for you emma yes i am proud of you Aditi Shaw celebrated Diwali at the White House. How incredible that these folks get to go to the White House for all these events. She looked gorgeous. And I love that she got to celebrate Diwali. She had a big party, like her own party for Diwali as right. well. And it's clearly something she celebrates every year and that she's always, you know, shown her fans and, and celebrated with them. And I think it's really cool. And speaking of, she also had a special Pilates class to celebrate Diwali. She did. And it was in collaboration with musician and producer Jay Sean. And it dropped on demand. I think it was Monday. So very, very cool that Peloton was able to do this with Jay Sean and that Aditi was able to be part of it. Kendall Tool has another collaboration coming with Spiritual Gangster. Yes, she does. It's called Warrior Vibes, and uh, there's lots of lightning bolts all over it. I also want to point out that it is not in collaboration with One Peloton. So I, I'm saying that because some people just assumed since the last one was sure. that this one would be too. But so she had actually done one before that that was just Spiritual Gangster. Gotcha. So I, I think that this is something we're going to be seeing more of. 
and it's coming November 1st. The last one sold out so fast. So yeah. if this is your thing, be ready because and you... And watch the correct website, right? It's yes. not going to be on the Peloton website. Go Spiritual to the... Gangster. Sign up for their mailing list, whatever you got to do. Yeah. So Jess King is entering her last week at Peloton. Pause for dramatic impact. Before maternity leave Calm down just It's wanted to, okay Just wanted to give someone A panic attack While they were driving So If you're that person And you lived through it Let us know <laughs> Three, two, one. Q Gina texting me I almost crashed my car <laughs> I hate your husband Even more Love you Gina So yeah uh, This is This is a big week Now remember Just King and uh, Bex Gentry Are due on the same day So I I suspect we will be seeing a post like this from Bex shortly. And it's very exciting that all these instructors are having their babies. And it's also probably another reason why Alex is moving over to the tread as well. (laughs) Certainly doesn't hurt. (laughs) Exactly. Solves two problems. It does. Variety had their New York party, which is kind of the most boring name I've ever heard. I mean, it is a New York party, but I just would have thought... Somebody like Variety would have gave it a, a spicier name. I have to agree. Yeah. But Robin and Kendall and Tunde and Olivia all attended together and uh, they were all, you know, photographed together. Walking so, the red carpet. That's right. Looks like they had a good time. Speaking of Robin, she was on the Hurdle podcast. Yeah. So she talks about how to navigate race day. But are we going to mention the other hurdle episode here right below it? Yeah. How how did that sneak by us? Well, it didn't. Oh, okay. I had given this to you to talk about Rad. (laughs) I didn't see Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was like, how did I miss that? So so this this episode, let me me back up. Robin's episode, Navigating Race Day, is actually from 2019. But so she's repurposing it for coming up for the New York City Marathon. Sure. But just before that, she had an episode with Rad Lopez, which is brand new for episode 226. And he is featured and... I'm hearing, I mean, I saw on his page that he was talking about how like he has gotten an amazing response from people. And I'm sure we have heard nothing from yeah, this man sure. since he's worked there. Yeah. So that's incredible that we are, we're finally seeing some behind the scenes with Rad. Absolutely. I'm sorry I missed you, Rad. My apologies. <laughs> and while we're talking about podcasts, Jen Sherman was on the Token CEO podcast. So it's weird that someone in health and fitness, I mean, I don't care what people do, but would go on just such a pro pot smoking podcast like that seems <laughs> no 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 what no it's not not like oh. i am token oh in... it's not token it's tokens okay yeah. so there well that's well that's fascinating on a different level that she i didn't realize she was such a lord of the rings aficionado <laughs> not token no not not token oh not tolkien podcast <laughs> oh token um, okay so it's like a chuck e cheese podcast sure okay yeah <laughs> yep yep she talked about chuck e cheese uh, but she actually told the story of how she got her job at Peloton. But if you want to hear her original version, yeah, come on over and check out. I believe it was episode six, six, something around there, six or nine. Yeah, she like got that. a two-parter. She did. I mean, it's Jen Sherman. Oh, oh my yeah. god, I remember how I was shaking when we sat down with her. I was so excited, and our and our computer didn't work that day. Oh, it's a mess. Oh. Tunde is partnering with. Gold standard 100% plant protein powder. It, optimum nutrition. Okay. Or optimum nutrition. 
Well, they highlighted that part, so I, I thought know. that's what it was called. I I thought this was interesting because they are they have Aaron Andrews, who's also a Peloton user, mm-hmm. and then they have Tune Day, and then also a professional track athlete, Stephen Benedict, and they're trying to focus on outdoor exercise during the fall. So it's a big challenge that they're doing, and I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all the things these instructors get roped into for sure. Matt Wilper celebrated his birthday weekend with a Grand Fondo in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, and uh, I think that he has done this every year for the last several years, but uh, lots of people out there. See all that orange? That is our one Peloton riders right there. <laughs> that is that is our road rider team. <laughs> I love it. Love seeing him out there. But yeah, that's really cool. Matty Majacomo, he has his Instagram live show out loud, and this week he talked to Psychic, medium, astrologist, public speaker, and author, Melanie Obeyed. Obeyed. Yeah. I don't know which and way. And he also was heavily using the filters he at the beginning. He was loving and the filters. Hilarious. <laughs> I hate when people do that one. <laughs> Love Maddie. Oh my God, he's so funny. <laughs> Speaking of Maddie, he celebrated Spirit Day. He did and taught me something because I didn't know that this was a a special day. But it is standing up against bullying to protect our LGBTQ plus youth. Mm -hmm. And uh, you stand up high in your heels for the queer kids. And I love this message. A message to parents. Don't be your child's first bully. Love and accept your child with every fiber of your being. That's your most important job as as a parent. God bless you, Maddie. You are so right. I love this. And this is a relatively recent thing. I believe it began in 2010. Oh. And then kind of took off organically and then has since been adopted by the LGBT community. And so now it's it I think it's getting a little bit more attention than it than it has as it as it grows. That's awesome. I'm glad it's growing and I'm glad people are talking about this because the uh statistics for kids who who are they before they come out or when yeah. they come out, it's just like Awful. Yeah. Awful. Not good. No. So, love Maddie. Christine D'Ercole has a uh, new word shop. It's going to be taking place on October 30th at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Masks. Imposter syndrome. Why do we fear that we do not know what we know? And it's a mere $35. Yeah. That's that's nothing. That is easy. ChristineDiercole.com. And uh, these word shops are very, very popular with people who have been around Peloton forever. So if you have not gotten a chance to take one and you like Christine, this is a great opportunity to check it out. She hasn't done these for a little bit. She's getting back into them. By the time you hear this, Matt Wilpers and Katie Wong will have made an appearance at the Peloton store Tyson. Tyson's Corner. There we go. And it was Tyson something. Yeah. And I, I heard Tyson. My head went chicken nuggets. I bet. You were I just all in chicken land. Flustered. And, and I have to say, I uh, stole this from David J. Miller, PhD, but he was on our show, so I figured he wouldn't mind. But uh, it's, uh, I guess it's near the D.C. area, and this, this store has been around for a long time. So, like you said, they're going to be out there. You get to go do a meet and greet. So, if you're in the area, check it out. Or let us know how it was, since you will have already been there yes. if you were gonna go <laughs> <laughs> sam yo uh celebrated back to the future day yeah this cracked me up he uh posted on instagram and then asked everyone to put in the quotes um their favorite or put in the comments their favorite quote from the movie and uh pretty much the entire movie is in the quotes yeah i bet yeah and there's so many good lines in that we're movie big back to the future fans i know for people on the youtube channel <laughs> we have our own flux capacitor right yeah. there yeah that's that's what that is an exact <laughs> replica of a 
of a flux capacitor. <laughs> and Crystal, for people on YouTube, if you could reach behind you, uh-huh. what else do we have? Well. Show that to the to the viewers on YouTube. That's right. We've got a Pepsi free. Just laying around laying around the podcast studio. So we're right there with you, Sam Yo. This is how I do shopping for Tom. Yes. <laughs> What's the nerdiest thing I can buy? A Pepsi free. Thank I will you. do it. Yes. <laughs> so Charlotte has announced that she's having her first ever English language class. Yeah. So she has been teaching the German classes for what, a year now? And so this is maybe it hasn't been a full year. I honestly cannot keep track of all the new instructors. But at any rate, uh, she's very excited about it. And she was saying that uh, the playlist intensity is going to be five flames. Okay. So, yeah. Intense. Intense. Can't wait to hear what people think of this. We have some instructors celebrating their first year at Peloton. Yeah, it's really cool. The uh, UK tread team, it's been 12 months. So you've got Jermaine, Susie, Jocelyn, and of course, you can't forget John Hosking. Uh, the whole team is there. It's been 12 years, and and Susie posted 12 about years. it. <laughs> 12 months. There we go. 12 months. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of great pictures that Susie posted of all of them together in uh, various times. And I, I tell you what, this is this is one of my favorite additions. I love Susie so much. Jocelyn, uh, honestly, the whole Tread UK team I have really enjoyed running with. I run with them all the time. Love it. Callie Gullickson is commemorating uh, one year of doing bike boot camps. Yeah, I can't believe bike boot camps have been around for a year. And that is just insane to me. So congrats to Callie as well. So Ash Pryor's brother is a teacher. Right. And she stopped by the classroom and talked to the kids. She did. And uh, she she said, fun fact, when I had a choice to pick any teacher to hand me my high school diploma, I chose my brother. Those trying to figure out the math, we are nine years apart. Which I love. That's my favorite quote in the whole thing, because I know that as a sibling, as a younger sibling, that's a dig to be like, you're old, dude, because I do it (laughs) to my sister all the time. I think it's also like your wait, your brother's old enough to give you your diploma. I think there's some of that in there, too. But she went through she talked to each of his classes on October 13th and talked about physical and financial wellness. Uh, And uh, he had a little quote in there as well. I just thought it was really neat. Absolutely. So speaking of Ash Pryor, her and Jess Sims had a little fun with Maddie Majacomo. Yes, they were uh, trying out jelly bellies. Is that what they call them? Jelly bellies? I think they're, I, they're jelly beans if you're American. I think it's a brand name of jelly bean. I think the jelly bellies are really big in Britain. I think they sell them over here too but now. But they're the flavored ones. Only yeah. like the weird I guess flavors. I, the first time I ever heard jelly bellies was on Doctor Who. And well, so anyway, yeah. uh, there it's the it's the company that sells the weird ones, whatever it yes. is, whether it be Jelly Belly or something else. But it's the ones that like you you get all these weird flavors. So they were yes. trying them and they had Maddie try one. And uh, this was his face when he tried it. And then <laughs> I love that it was labeled not soap, Dawn dish soap right. with the name like the brand name in it and maddie was dying (laughs) but it is coming up on halloween maddie's favorite time to uh torture jess sims so i'm really glad that she got a little dig in pre-halloween for sure but now he's mad Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. now he's gonna be bringing the heat so like don't miss his walk run on saturday morning like do not miss it i understand the motivation but it might not have been the best idea i love it (laughs) 
You know, we forgot to talk about this earlier, but we have some more information about Robin and her Swagger Crew Team Web 3 fanciness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swagger Society. There we go. So nothing came out of it for a while. And then I got an email this week saying, oh, we're getting ready to start things up. You're going to be hearing about it more. And they are looking for a social media manager. But... I still didn't understand Web3 that much. So I had a conversation with some some people who understand the Internet very well. Let's just say that. (laughs) And I got this overview. I love this overview. Okay, Web1 is a conversation between the company using their Web page to the end user. It's a static website. It's a it's a Web flyer. There you go. And then you have Web 2, which was Instagram and all the social media where you have people interacting on platforms. Yes. Now you have Web 3, which is completely decentralized, and they are creating new ways for creators to interact with people that enjoy the things that they create. So... A lot of people kind of take that to mean that it's got to be an NFT. And and I think that you will be seeing NFTs. Certainly a component. Yeah, absolutely. But I also just want to point out that not every NFT has to cost money. I'm seeing a lot of people be really mean about this. So I kind of feel because there's so many (laughs) NFT stories and things you see. And it's like the the financial bros that are out there. And it's like, I'm I'm a mover and shaker and I'm going to flip things. And, you know, yeah. But it also can be that like you get like you can create special artwork and things like that for people that want to interact with you. And I have no idea what she's going to charge or not charge for because nobody knows yet. But but I also think that like let's kind of just wait and see how it all pans out before before it's a whole new paradigm. And so there's going to be some learning. There will be there will be things that people don't like. There will be things that people like. And then someday there will be web four and we will forget all about this. But (laughs) but I think it's it's just neat to see the world evolve. And I just enjoy learning about things like this. So, yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see what she does with it. Man, oh, man, do you love your AG one? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink. And it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up. My dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG one is my tomato juice. (laughs) (laughs) This generation's V8. Yes, I I do. Uh, But I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. Clipout. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo from MetPro here to answer all of your fitness and nutrition questions. Hello. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a I got a fun one for you today. This is from our listener Amy Bryce, and uh, she says that her issue is snacking. She's gluten free for twelve years, and she eats well, but she snacks more than she should. Help. 
Okay, so what we want is some good gluten-free snacks. So I have good news for you, Amy. <laughs> Almost all the snacks, just by happenstance, that I recommend to my clients between meals are gluten-free. Not because there's anything magical about gluten-free per se, but because in between meals, usually foods that have gluten in them are the foods that come out of packages or boxes or, pra or processed. And so... All the fun um, places is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> All the fun places. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So, Amy, I'm a big fan of keeping it simple. Fruits are always a great go-to, but combine them. Protein is going to be obviously critical because that will help keep you satiated so you won't be super hungry all the time. The trouble we run into is if you go to the gluten-free crackers or, or, you know, cookies or things like that, those are going to build a fire in you as far as an appetite and you're going to want more and more and more. If you go to Whole Foods, it's actually going to satiate you and minimize those cravings so it'll be easier to deal with, not going back for seconds and thirds. The trick is combinations combinations. So get some protein, get some fat, get some carbs. And so here's one of my favorite snack combos. I love doing jerkies because they're portable yeah. and that'll give you your protein. You can get turkey jerky, you can get a beef jerky as long as it's not doused in some sort of sugary, you know, teriyaki sauce. Uh, and they're really easy to take with you. They keep, you can do nuts. Now, the trick is people say, well, nuts are a great snack all the time. And they are indeed. And I have every single one of my clients that aren't, don't have an allergy utilizing that as part of their snacks, but not by itself. Because nuts, while the perfect combo of good fats and protein are extremely high in calories. So what you want is to have it in combination with other bulk and the bulk comes from fruit. So I'm a huge fan of fruits. You can have these portable things, apples, pears, grapes, combine it with some jerky, combine it with some nuts. You have a great on-the-go snack. It sounds good. If you're looking for combinations to, um, here's one that would be a gluten-free approach to check the sweet tooth box, you know, maybe in the evening. Try doing uh, like a blended half and half strawberries and Plain Greek yogurt, not, mm. not, not the type with lots of sugar <laughs> added. Um, He's looking at you, and, Tom. He's looking at you. He's looking at you, well, kid. I just heard frozen yogurt's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you uh, include uh, Greek yogurt, strawberries, try like a cup of both, throw it in the blender. Um, I'm okay with you using a all natural sweetener, you know, depending on what your goals are, that's a whole topic to itself, but put in sweetener, blend it up and chill it in the fridge for just a few minutes. It's a delicious snack. You're going to feel like you're cheating and eating something that you're not supposed to. <laughs> and it's a gluten-free snack, Amy. Uh, Roll-ups, you know, those are d'oeuvre plates where they bring like turkey or ham roll-ups with cream cheese. Try it with cottage cheese. Mm. Uh, and if you just use a dab, it actually... It tastes really good. I know that sounds weird, but it almost it'll trick your senses into thinking you're getting the real thing. <laughs> uh, it's a great evening snack. Uh, if you want something savory and you're you're kind of a salt person, that's that's me. I'm a, I'm a salt addict. Try this. Slice up some apple really thin. Put some mozzarella, low fat mozzarella cheese on it and some garlic powder. Bake them in the oven into just like a little crisp. 
these are just a few quick uh, examples of things you can go to for some quick snacks. Um, and also on the, the MetPro website, there are tons of snack options. And just by default, you're going to find, though it's not a gluten-free menu, you're going to find tons and tons that happen to, by virtue of being whole foods, are also gluten-free uh, that you can utilize. So hopefully something in there, Amy, helps a little bit. One last tip, one last tip satiating some fruits are more satiating than others berries uh, like strawberries give you a huge bang for your buck calorically they're not as quick to clean up so they may not be as portable but if you're at home and you want something of substance chop yourself up a dole out a big bowl of of strawberries with some of those other ingredients like we talked about and you'll find it may help really um, stretch and keep you uh, full a little longer than you'd expect lots of great tips (laughs) well thank you so much for that and if people would like that sort of information tailored to them and their lifestyles where can they find you metpro.co slash tco wonderful thank you thanks guys peloton celebrity sightings so rishi sunak who is the british prime minister this week (laughs) because they've been churning through him lately man yeah (laughs) but he is now prime minister and uh, we talked about him a while back when he had a different like high level position in, in the british government but but he's a huge peloton fan yeah so it's kind of going through the news again and since he is now prime minister we felt like we should bring it up again yeah, so he was uh on the news over there talking to him, and they were also addressing his love of the peloton uh yeah and britney spears yes so i'm, I'm so guessing he, he is a, a fan cody of cody fan. Yeah. yes exactly Even I know <laughs> Peloton Artist Collaboration. The latest artist collaboration is with Stormzy, which I don't know who he is, but it's fun to say. It is fun to Sounds say. like he'd be a cute little puppy. Well, uh, he is cute, but not a puppy. Uh, <laughs> and this is part of the black communities in the UK that they're doing the artist series for. So I guess he has like the underground grime scene. They are coming up with names for music yeah. that I just like, seriously, you guys are literally like, just making this up. No idea what any of that means. Yeah. <laughs> but he has quick fire rhymes, catchy hooks, heavy bass lines and high energy performances and you can find out more about Stormzy when you take a class with Hannah Frankson or Jermaine Johnson coming soon coming this week past guest update so whoop is starting their own whoop advisory council yes scientific advisory council scientific and we know it's scientific if Stacy Sims is on it, right? Exactly. That's why I wanted to point that out. Yeah. So Stacy Sims is part of it. Therefore, I will pay attention to it. <laughs> I love everything this woman does. I want to learn more. And while we're talking about past guests. Uh, we also wanted to talk about Yanera and Jessica Minardi, both of which have been past guests on the clip out, both of which are going to be running in the New York City Marathon, and both of which went live with Mariana Fernandez this week to talk about 
being scared of signing up for a race and and you wanted to do it, but not knowing where to start. Uh, so they had a, a special live this week with uh, Mariana's Mariana's Mariachis over on Instagram Live. And it was Tuesday, October 25th, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you check that out. Give them some love. Mariana is one of the sweetest teachers I have ever met. Uh, she is so kind and she is so responsive to people. She is amazing. So please reach make sure you check this out do not do not sleep on this amazing yoga teacher who also runs like we have a great resource here and make sure to celebrate jessica and yanera in case you missed it we have new london scenic rides i love this a 30 minute london ride with hannah a ride with eric a run a 30 minute run with jj and a 20 minute walk with hannah and eric together. They look like they had a blast putting these together. So I can't wait to take these. Uh, It looks like a lot of fun. (laughs) Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Anya Adams. Hey, Anya, how's it going? It's amazing. How's it going with you guys? Well, that's fabulous. I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) You're not stuck in a hurricane. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I'm not anywhere near the hurricane. I had a great morning. I did a little Cody Ridsby uh, 30 minute arms and intervals. So I was ready for the day. Yeah, that's a good way to start the day. (laughs) So when did you originally find Peloton? Like, how did it become on your radar? It came on my radar from those commercials. Do you remember those commercials? I don't know. Maybe other people said this, but like when it was like, I got my wife a Peloton oh, for yeah. Christmas and I was like, those guys. Like, that's bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not allowed to swear. I don't go know. ahead. You You're fine. Me out. She's coming in <laughs> hot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is what a stupid whatever. But I was a spinner at that time. Like I was going to spin classes and stuff like that. And then a friend of mine got one. And I was like, I travel a lot for work. So it was great to have the app. And then I wasn't able to go to these classes anymore. And so I wanted a way to be able to spin. And Peloton was the way to do it at home. You weren't mad at them So then I was like, oh, I take it back. I love you all. (laughs) We actually (laughs) interviewed the Peloton wife on the show. You did? Yeah. She could not be a nicer person. Like, she's so sweet. She's so funny. She's like, yeah, it's like my eyebrows. She's like, did the face. And she's hilarious. I love her. <laughs> I just remember seeing that and being like, that's so rude. But then like, I just love my Peloton now. And uh, yeah, like I get it. So when did you start taking classes? And then when did you actually get your bike? I got my bike, I want to say four years ago, probably four okay. years ago. Okay. Pre-pandemic. And I lived in a two bedroom, one bathroom apartment. And my second bedroom, which was my guest bedroom, was also my Peloton room, which was very small. So like when Hannah Frankston is like, lift your hands up and say thank you know, whatever, I'd hit the wall. But I was like in it. I was on the second floor so I could see out my window. And now I've moved to another house. So I have like a garage. So my Peloton is in the garage with like the mat and everything. It's way better set up than I had it initially. That's awesome. Do you have any issues with it being in the garage? Not at all. I have very good Wi-Fi, Tom. Very good Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Unlike my work. Yeah. So it's always fascinating for us because we live in the Midwest. So the idea of putting your bike oh, in the garage yeah. is like, we're like, really? A non-starter. But you would garage? never do it. No. But he, yeah. Well, okay. It is a converted garage. Also, I live in Los Angeles, so it never gets below. Like, it's always very balmy. Yeah, it's beautiful there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
we all hate you a little bit just for living in LA. Just a little no. bit. <laughs> no, we're nice people. Until it's time to pay your taxes. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then you're like, yeah. 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 So it's like, well, we're last in education, but look at what we paid in taxes. <laughs> and you guys got the Mall of America. I mean, there's so much going on out there. Yeah, yeah. there is. We also have lots of space. So like you guys pay yes. like a million dollars for like one square foot and we get like a million square feet for a dollar. So, you know, know, there's that trade off. Yeah, it is pretty nice. It is pretty nice. Yeah. Like I said, two bedroom, one bath apartment. Yeah. (laughs) It was a tough one. Yeah. So you said that you were taking spinning class as Peloton popped up on your radar. Had you been taking that for a while? Is that new? Have you always been into fitness? When I was in college, I rode and I also played volleyball. So it was like, I like the low impact sports. And then when I moved to LA, I started working out at this place. These two women did spin classes and they were so fun. What I loved about spinning was the music and like they have music forward classes or whatever, where you just like riding to the beat. I love that. And I love the feeling of doing that in a group. And so I really was like into spinning, spinning, spinning. And then as my job changed and hours changed and you can't make this class or that class, being able to jump on a Peloton now and kind of get the feeling like you're in a class, that was nice. I was at Equinox for a long time and they have great spin classes there too. But it just, once the pandemic hit and my jobs changed, like it was just easier to have something at home. Yeah. What do you do for a job, if we may ask? Yeah, I direct television and features. Oh, that's what I did. When I first got the Peloton, I was directing. Yeah, I've had the Peloton ever since I started directing. And yeah, I take Peloton with me everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So have you directed anything that people might be familiar with? Or is like an industrial or what's that? It depends on what you like to watch. I've done a broad base of things. I directed a bunch of comedies like Blackish and Fresh Off the Boat and Speechless. Oh, wow. And then moved into like Glow and I did some Charmed and I did some... Oh my gosh. My favorite show of all time on television, which was a show called The Expanse, which is like a sci-fi show. I just did the finale of League of Their Own, which just came out. And I recently just directed my first movie. What? So Nice. Yeah, it's called Prom Pact, but it's not going to be out till next year during prom time. And it's for Disney Plus. So how exciting. Holy cow. That's that's really cool. Yeah. My other podcast that this kind of grew out of is a movie podcast where we talk about it's called Real Spoilers and. The elevator pitch is always every week we talk about a new release in a spoiler-rich environment like a book club for movies, but no Oprah. Oh, I, so, I love it. I love it. I mean, we'd be more than happy to have Oprah. We just do figure we're not going to get it. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know. It's better to like set that expectation out there right. now. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, I guess that explains why yeah. you travel all the time for your job. Yeah. Yes. I also have a dog, and I don't like to fly him under the thing, so... A lot of times I'll drive. I work in Vancouver a lot, which is actually where I'm from, Canadian. So I will drive from L.A. to Vancouver. And I think somebody told you this or I told you, but like the last time I was in Vancouver doing a show called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And I did a bunch of episodes because I knew I was going to be out there for a long time. And it was the pandemic. I disassembled my Peloton, put it in the back of my car and drove it to Canada so that I would have it with me in my 
rental apartment. So you just, <laughs> and it was worth it. You just took it apart? Handy. Yeah, you just like. Yeah, well, I didn't take it apart. I called my really dear friend Roman to come over <laughs> and help me take it apart and carry it. Well, I kind of had to put it back together. Yeah, so. But still, like, if I didn't have that Peloton, because I was quarantined, you know, you'd cross the border into Canada, you're quarantined for at least two weeks. I couldn't leave the house. So having that Peloton was like a lifesaver. That's awesome. I can't believe you took it all the way to Canada and then put it together. And then uh, presumably you brought it back, right? I did. Wow. How hard was this bike? Like, was it like pedals off? Was it just the monitor off? I need details. What vehicle (laughs) vehicle were you driving? I drive a Jaguar I-Pace, which is like the F-Pace, which is like a SUV type vehicle. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. So I took the monitor off. I took the handlebars off. I took the seat off. I took the weight holders off, the drink holder off. And then I took the pedals off. Wow. And I took the pedals are, you don't want to get them bent, right? So you have to also lean the body of the bike in a gentle way so things don't get damaged. But also the base of it, we removed. So it was really just the like heavy body metal part of the bike put that in and then everything else around and then all my luggage. Oh my gosh. I am impressed. And my dog. The, <laughs> the and dog was the on top. top. All the Topo Chico I could, I don't know if you guys drink that, but no. it's like my favorite sparkling water. We have it here. They don't have it in Canada. So I had a bunch of that in the car too. That's hilarious. You know, I'm so old. When you said Topo Chico, I thought you were talking about the little mouse puppet that was on Ed Sullivan. <laughs> no, yeah, no, not him. <laughs> I love that she knows though. I love it. I'm like, I don't, I don't I've never heard of him. I don't know, but I love that. Oh, there, was, there was a Topo there was, Gigo. There was a mouse puppet called Topo Gigio. That, oh. was, that was used to be on Ed Sullivan all the time when he was like, and now Topo Gigio. Everything oh. that we talk about, Tom manages to take back to pop culture. Everything. So <laughs> I'm really impressed, especially with the pedals, because when you put the pedals in, you have to, I don't know if everybody at home knows this, but you have to be like, one has to be like backwards threaded. So yeah. that intimidates the heck out of me. I know people say yeah. it's not that hard. I believe them. But like yeah. it just intimidates me because my bike is like pristine and I don't want to touch anything. I'm scared. I know. <laughs> I know. You didn't have any issues with calibration or anything when you put it back together. It I, was exactly I the didn't. same. I didn't. I thought I might, but I really didn't. Oh, that's fantastic. And I haven't even at home too. Yeah, it's been great. Oh, good. So I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm like, even though this happened to you in the past and it's not happening like right now, I'm still worried for you. Like, even though you're telling me it's okay, like my stress level went up. <laughs> Oh, no. I probably do. I mean, since I've had the bike so long, I probably need to have someone come through and like look at it. But yeah, I've never had any problems. I have modified my bike in one other way. And because I have the older bike, so I got the swivel head, like the, the adaptive swivel head, which I love, which they added in the years after. Yes. Yes. So. It's on the bike plus now. Yes. The bike plus. Yeah. yeah. I just have the bike. That's, yeah. I don't. <laughs> my, there's so there's no just for me. Add. That's great. I okay, love the yeah. original bike. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love so it. how did you get into directing film and television? That's a tough nut to crack. I went to school to be a psychologist. While I was at school, this group called Up With People came through, which was an international students group. You know them? They first Super Bowl halftime show yes. was Up With People. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they came through and I joined the group. And while I was with the group, I was thinking about what do I want to do when I'm done? And really what came up was like, I want to work in film and television. And so 
I went online back in the day when like (laughs) the internet was very small. And I found this program that's still around called the Directors Guild of America Trainee Program. And so I trained to be an assistant director, which the trajectory and assistant director is to go into producing, but some go into directing and I was the sum. And so I was an assistant director for a very long time. And that's the person that schedules, runs the set, makes sure all the background are there. Everybody knows what they're doing so the director can direct. That's what I did. And so then when that, I was kind of like, what do I do next? Because I didn't want to produce. I thought, I want to direct. Because I'd worked in... Like when I was in Up With People, it was very creative. We were on stage and I really loved that. So I wanted to kind of incorporate that into my life here. And so I said, I want us to direct. I was on the Mindy project at the time. Wow. Well, I said to Mindy, I said, I want to direct, guys. I saw these people directing. I said, I would love to direct an episode. And she was like, great. What have you done? And I was like, oh, I haven't done anything. (laughs) I better do something to show people I really want to do this. So during the course of trying to figure out how to do something, a friend of mine was a part of a show that was starting up called Blackish. And she approached me and wanted me to come over as an assistant director. So I said, I'll come over, but I really would like to direct. And so during my time there as an AD, a first AD, the creator of the show, Kenya Barris, decided to give me an episode to direct. And so that's really where my directing started. I directed an episode called Sister, Sister, and then literally my career took off. So that's exciting. Directed a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Wow. I would be interested when you say your career took off, like what's the metric for deciding that you're a director worth backing? Is it the ratings? Is it just how you handle the set? Like what makes the word spread that you're a a person people should be working with? When I say my career took off, it didn't like fly off the handle. But what happened was I was able to leave ADing and just direct full time. And I think what allowed me to continue working as a director is that a lot of people knew me from before when I was an assistant director. And a big part of directing is that you're given somebody's baby, you know, like they've created this. This is something they want to be successful. They put their blood, sweat and tears in and they want to know that the person coming in understands that is going to uphold that and is going to bring whatever they can to this piece and make it as good as possible. And so people knew my character from before as an AD. So as I moved into directing, I was moving in similar circles. So people knew my ethic. So then after having done an episode, they saw that I could also like I had an eye. Right. And then it's a ton of networking. Yeah. Like I directed Blackish. And then I was fortunate enough to do a YouTube Red show called Youth and Consequences. I did an interview. They like me. One of the things that happens in television is that you have a very, very finite amount of time. And one of the jobs of the assistant right. director is to like keep everyone on task moving forward. So knowing that you have a director that has that kind of mentality is helpful. And so I think that also helped me get jobs early on is like people knowing that I understood the cadence of being on a television set. I understood the time. I understood what it was like to work with kids because there are a lot of kids on Blackish and there's time constraints with them. So I think that was a part of it. Wow. It seems like a dream job. Like, do you love it as much as it sounds like you do? I love my job. I love it. (laughs) It's really, really hard and it's crazy. And you're creating, which is like, you're not just like writing stuff. You're creating. And so people have opinions about what you're creating and 
but it's, it's so fulfilling and it's so amazing to work with all these different personalities and get into this combustible kind of relationship and make something. So it's been amazing. Wow. I love it. Wow. I am blown away by that. That is so cool. I could talk about this all day. (laughs) I feel like there's like a million questions I should be asking. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. We can totally talk about Peloton too, because I do that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's see. Who's your favorite Peloton instructor? That is really hard. And I bet you everyone says that. Okay. My go-to is Hannah Frankson. I love Hannah. But if I want to take it easy... I go to Cody. <laughs> is that wrong? I don't no, want to hurt anyone's feelings. No, because I just feel like Hannah, I don't f- up. Like she was an athlete, like gotta go. Or like Tunde, like Tunde, are you kidding me? We're warming up at 80. Yes. Come on. Like those guys are like hardcore. And then Cody's like, guys, I feel like shit today too. He's <laughs> just a little bit more. He's just, I still work my ass off, but it's not as it's a different feeling. I love all of those guys. But I have a dog and I just started like saying, how do I combine my Peloton workouts with my animal? And so I've started walking Yeah, and I love, love Marcel Dinkins and Kristen Kristen Ferguson. Ferguson. I love those guys for walks. So I've been doing a lot of walking and I always go to them. I love their music. I love how inspirational they are and they're a lot of fun. So it's made me start thinking, dare I say, about a Peloton. Are you going to get a (laughs) trend? How exciting! I'm sorry, it's another podcast. Apologies, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah. So that's okay. We talk about the tread here. We talk about anything Peloton. So you you can talk about it. It's all right. This is the place to talk about it. So. I have to say, though, don't ever be afraid to take runs from Marcel and Kirsten, especially Marcel, because she does the Would You Rather game on, I think it's on Sundays that she does it, or maybe it's Saturdays. It's so fun, though. Like, she'll do this whole class while we're running, and she'll be like, play the Get to Know You game, and she'll be like, Would You Rather? And then she'll, like, ask some crazy scenario, and she's already asked on Instagram, and then she, like, totally makes fun of whatever. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I love that. It's a a great, I love it. I love it so much. And also... Marcel will surprise you with her playlist, which I love too, because she's got a yeah. very eclectic background of music. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I love that. we'll have this really fun pop and hip hop. And then all of a sudden it'll be like, oh, we're going to have some country because she grew up in Memphis. And I love that yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. It's been interesting to like, kind of like spread out. Yes. I'm very intrigued by the Peloton row because, you know, I used to row. So I did not know you used to row. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm very interested to hear how you thought. We were recently in New York this past weekend and we actually got to go see the rower. We tried it out and I loved it. Like it's so quiet. It's silent silent. You cannot hear it at all. It's amazing. Does it fold up or does it just stay wide? The screen folds down and then you can put the entire thing up against the wall. And it's got like this (laughs) box that you can have installed on your wall. So it like connects to the wall. Holds it. It holds it. Oh my God, I love everything about this. Yes. And I think you'll really be excited about this since you used to row. It has form feedback. So it will tell you oh. what you did wrong technically with your row, which like, for somebody who's never really, I mean, I've rowed at the gym, yeah. but I have no idea if I was doing it right. Like I just, yeah, just yeah, got a yeah. rower. This was telling me how I could correct my form in real time. So it was really cool. And it gives you a report card at the end that's like, here's all the things that you can fix about your form. And then they do oh. all these drills. So it's really cool. 
So I really think that you might enjoy it. I could be a salesperson for Peloton. I think you did a great job. <laughs> now it's going to be Christmas, the treader the road, the treader oh, the road. That's a toughie. <laughs> you have to figure out which one of those two is easier to smuggle into Canada. Yeah. Right. <laughs> which one I can fold up in the back of my car. I mean, it sounds yes. like the rower. It's eight feet long. So it's long though. Oh yeah. Yeah. What a workout though, I bet. Because like I remember in university rowing and how freaking hard that was. So yes, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm very excited about that's it. Awesome. I can't wait to get it. December. I'm excited. Yay. <laughs> that's so dope. I'm jealous. <laughs> Christmas. Exactly. Exactly. Just in time. <laughs> so what's your leaderboard name? My leaderboard name is Mighty AKA. <laughs> Okay. Now, where did that come from? What, how did you come up with that? No, I tried to put my name in. My name was already used. And then AKA was already used. Then I was like, I'm going to be inspirational to myself. Mighty AKA. So I love that's it. my leaderboard name. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I think I started using it other places now too, because it's handy. Now I want to know what your middle name is that the K is. My middle name is Katie. Katie. Oh, okay. Well, my middle name is Kata. It's German. K-A-T-H-E with the umlauts over the A. Oh. But I say Katie because most people don't speak German. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm like, mom, why? I don't know. She was being unique. <laughs> but yes, now so I she's have not my German? Or AK. No, my mother was a Russian Jew. Oh, huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second generation. I'm trying to figure out the German connection. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, here's the connection. My mother was an artist. She okay. loved this artist named Kate Kolwitz, who is oh. a German artist. So she named me okay. after her. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. That's really cool about being like a second generation. My grandparents on my mom's side moved to America from Germany. They were like in their late teens, but they grew up during the depression and everything. So it was kind of It's always interesting to like think about how different and how the same the world is. Like in so many ways, it's so different, but in in so many ways, it's the same. But I cannot imagine the bravery that it takes to like be like, oh, let's just move to another country. Let's just pack Uh, everything up. Let's just go. Yeah. Especially I have friends that just moved to Hawaii and they took 11,000 pounds of their stuff. Oh my gosh. Like in a ship. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So you're not doing that from... Germany. No. You got a couple yeah. suitcases and you're starting over. That's terrifying. So, yeah. yeah. Terrifying. There was yeah. no Peloton in the back of that car. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That would totally be me. I'd be like, okay, I guess I'll leave all my clothes. <laughs> Let me just figure you're like, I'll carry that monitor. Don't touch the monitor. It's the most ex- you know. This is my carry on. <laughs> yeah, this is my carry on. The monitor and the handle by bars or whatever. She's like, Peloton dog, I'm ready. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the rest I'll get there. Guys. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to ask if you have any advice for people just now getting their bike. Ooh, it's hard at first. And I think like all of the trainers talk about competing against yourself and you really are like, that's the like key is like the leaderboard is fun and like can help you push yourself. But ultimately it's about you and your fitness. And yeah, just take it easy. It's hard. You got to build up your stamina. And when you stop doing the bike, it goes away real fast. (laughs) So it's true. I was just on vacation for three weeks. I came back and I was like, Cody, because I need to be nice to myself. Yeah, you just like 
have fun and also try different trainers because everyone's different and you kind of relate to them differently. And someday you want this person and someday you want that person, but you don't know if you don't try them. It's easy to get stuck. You know what else is interesting, especially since you're kind of starting to get involved in the tread side of things, taking instructors in different modalities. So like, for example, like Robin is a completely different person on the tread than she is on the bike. I find that just fascinating, fascinating, because they're all like that. And I just think that's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's so true. Yeah. And also, you can see where their strengths are, right? Like, and Rob, I haven't taken Robin running yet. I need to do that. Yeah, just whatever you do, don't do it on a yellow day. Don't do that to yourself. That's not cool. Okay, coffee. Got it. I have done her weights. Like, I love her five minute abs because then I'm like, I feel like I've done abs. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure five minutes of anything with Robin, you feel like it. You felt it. (laughs) And then, didn't I just. I think it was Kristen was just saying she was a lawyer before this. Yeah, yeah. Robin was. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's a whole story. And like, and you've heard her story about how like she was like held up at gunpoint and all that, too. Um, no. Yeah. Oh like gosh, that's, I got to check that out. Yeah, definitely. Check that out. If you read her book, Shut Up and Run, she tells that story in there. And she's been on a lot of podcasts like Rich Roll and things like that, where she's talked about yeah. it, too. Also, you mentioned, I know you said that you're not doing your podcast yeah. anymore, but you mentioned that you have a podcast. Did you want to tell um, people about that? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a podcast with my dear friend, Fanchon Cox, and it's about women of color behind the scenes in film and television. And it's called Sister Brunch. Oh, I bet that's And literally, we just interviewed just all the different jobs. And one of the reasons we did it was like, everybody knows about the director and the producer and the actor, but there's so many other jobs behind the scenes that you can do. And so we really wanted to bring that to the forefront so that young women of color could see, oh, there's all these other opportunities and I might fit into props better, hair or VFX or intimacy coordinator or whatever. Whatever. As opposed wait, wait, to wait. Other. What is intimacy room coordinator? What is oh, that? Have you not heard of these? <laughs> no, I yeah. haven't. What does this, this mean? This is a new thing. <laughs> it is a new thing. Essentially, anytime there's any kind of sexual interaction with anyone on screen, there's an intimacy coordinator there to help choreograph if needed. That's correct. Yeah. I mean, if needed, okay. if needed. Okay. Like Got most it. people know how to kiss somebody else. But sure. like when I was doing my movie, I had a bunch of background that were brought in specifically because they could kiss because it was COVID and oh. you had to bring couples and it was a whole thing. And so I wasn't aware that there was all these people. So this person would come to me and say, Hey, you have three people that are here that are able to make out if you want to, because I was shooting a high school party. And so then I was like, Oh, great. So let's put someone here, here, here. And then she would just go and talk to them and help them also like choreographed in terms of like the camera's facing this way. So if you guys are kissing that way, I can't see it. So you need to kiss this way. It's that kind of stuff. Okay. You know? Got it. Got it. And also they're there to make sure that the players that are involved in this act and event are comfortable. Sure. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Especially in this day and age, yeah. I want to make sure we don't repeat yeah. history. <laughs> I also thought it was interesting that you said there were three people that could kiss. Yeah, I was like, I was well, that's too. very forward I, I, thinking. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, <laughs> well, we had to plan it because you can't. Okay. So when I was an AD back in the day, you could like, you have a background group of like 25 people and you go, Hey, anybody okay kissing? And then like four people will go, yeah. Cause they know they're going to be featured or whatever, but you can't do yeah. that in the time of COVID because they need to be, 
living together. It was like all these other things. So that's why the assistant director oh. then had to plan that and make sure to help in keeping the party accurate and real. We were like, well, yeah, at a high school party, there's going to be kids making out. So yeah, yeah. Well, we should plan I, for I, that. I don't mean to ruin your scene, but not at the high school parties I was at. <laughs> 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 That's because y'all were playing D&D. It was mostly D&D, just huh? D&D. <laughs> <laughs> but there were passionate events that happened in D&D. Maybe? No. Mm. Not like that. <laughs> okay. right. It was just a bunch of dudes. Yeah. We had, we and had, they were straight. Yeah. Okay. We, had, okay. we, had, yeah. we had bad roles for charisma. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, too funny. <laughs> oh Hilarious. my gosh. You are a joy to yeah. talk to. <laughs> oh, that's super fun. My friend Julie Malazzo is a like big fan and she was like, I'm gonna recommend you. But then she, you guys reached out to me online. So I don't she, she reached her? out to me and she's like, Oh, you should interview Anya Adams. And I was like, Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had like that big gap of time in there. Yeah. And then yeah, because you're yeah, clearly a busy lady and Yes. So I feel bit, very yeah. fortunate that this worked out. So yeah, thank you so, so much. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> I had a great time. Oh, me too. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I guess before we let you go, let everybody know where they can find you if you would like to be found. I'm on Instagram directed by Anya. A-N-Y-A. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And it. if you are looking for me on the leaderboard, it's Mighty AKA. Come <laughs> find me. Give me a high five. Oh, you're going to get some high fives. <laughs> I guarantee you. This crew knows how to follow. They like to follow. We are a very supportive group. Oh, good. I love it. I mean, it's a family at Peloton. I love that. I love that. I know I'm like still going. Have you ever been to the studio? I haven't. And I would love to. And there's one in LA, isn't there? No, it's only in New York. There's New York and London. London. And that's the other one. Yeah. And it's really hard to get into now. You're going to need a PA to go in and sign up for your class because you have to sign up. Mondays at noon Eastern. So that'd be 9 a.m. for you. Oh and my. if you log in at 9.05 your time, they're gone. They're gone. And it's like five weeks out. It's four or five weeks out. So yeah, you got to be on it <laughs> or it's gone. So I just recently got a job in Rome next year. I'll oh, be in Rome wow. for two months. Wow. I want to try to go to the London one. It is easier to get into the London one, especially if you will take classes with the German instructors because people haven't gotten as much chance to get to know them yet. So that's a I good like little German. tip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Thank Just you access for the that. website with your middle name. <laughs> yeah. You're automatically in. I'm like, I'm the people. Ones. We're family. Yeah. Oh, my God. Perfect. Thank you for that, Tom. I will keep that in I'm mind. Nothing if not helpful. <laughs> okay. I'll really stop okay. talking. Thank you so much, okay. Anya. That was a lot no of fun. No worries. Yeah. Have a great evening, Anya. And it was Thank you so really much. good to meet you. And uh, if we're ever in the same city as you, we'll look you up. <laughs> Please do. And I look forward to seeing you on the leaderboard. Absolutely. I'll be following you. So look okay, cool. clip out Crystal. If you see that, you know okay. it's me. <laughs> okay. I'm on it right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. See you guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Uh, until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget... 
our YouTube, youtube.com slash the clip out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep that fun. And running. <laughs> <laughs>